What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Axios Chicago. I sign up for it at Axios.com. Axios is a relatively new political website, national, and they have uh, bureaus in uh, major cities, including Chicago. And my next guest has worked at many, many radio stations here in town. Justin Kaufman. Uh, I think it's the first time he's been on my program. Justin, welcome to the program. How are you, sir? Hey, Hey, John. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I worked with Kim uh, before at WGN and, uh, and also your old buddy John Dempsey, too. Uh, you, were you on Dempsey's uh, Farewell podcast? I was, yeah. Oh, okay. All right, so we have we have talked. You just haven't yeah. been on this show in this capacity. Right. That's it. Exactly, okay. exactly, exactly. Well, I, I found this fascinating. I want to get into the mayoral race, time permitting, afterwards. But uh, let's. you're here to handicap the five most interesting and these will probably all go to a runoff, so we'll not know uh, next Tuesday who's won these automatic races. But the best five to watch, let's start with the first ward. You have La Spada, uh, and then Proco Joe wants back in after, you know, apologizing and saying he's rehabilitated himself. And then, with huge name recognition, attorney Sam Royko, Mike's son, is also running. Uh, tell us about that race. It's, it's you know, this is uh, this is going to be representing the first wardens in Wicker Park and Logan Square. And, yeah, you just mentioned, these, these are rock star names. Proko Joe Moreno used to serve as an alderman in city council. Uh, and then you got Sam Royko, the son of Mike Royko, and you have the incumbent, Daniel Laspada. Who's, who's well liked in the in the ward, and and interestingly enough, the Chicago Tribune endorsed community activist Andy Schneider, who's the fourth candidate that's in the first ward. Now this is a this is rough and tumble politics because uh, we saw Alderman Laspada get uh, a drink thrown on him at one point. His office was vandalized uh, not not too long ago. So there's a there's a lot going on here that's beyond just you know uh, rallies and speeches when it comes to first ward politics. So this is this is one that's probably heading to a runoff, but has probably the most name recognition when it comes to the people running for this ward. What do you think as far as in your gut or any polling that we can lean on? Who do you think winds up in the runoff? Yeah. The incumbent, know, maybe you know, Proco Joe or, or? Yeah, I mean, Proco Joe is, is well known in there. I mean, polling, that's the best thing. We're talking about yeah. local wards and things like that. But but Proco Joe has the name recognition. And if you're in that neighborhood, you see signs for Proco Joe. It's almost like he had him in his garage and he's got him back out <laughs> for, for the last time that he was uh, in office. So I, I think that he has a really good shot. Uh, Sam Royko set up a big shop on, on Milwaukee Avenue where it's got, he's got Royko everywhere. It almost looks like a, a boutique, if you will, like a, a, a jewelry store, but instead it's his campaign headquarters. And like I said, you can't discount the fact that a community activist, Andrew Schneider, was endorsed by the Chicago Tribune. So right now it's up in the air, but the biggest two names definitely are the incumbent and Proko Joe. Do you remember that uh, great audio tape of uh, then-alderman Proko Joe Moreno uh, berating the landlord of the double door yeah, right he's, he's he's had a lot of trouble uh over time not not just you know it's sort of you know the embarrassing takes like that where where there was audio leaked but he's also had run-ins with the law and he he's, he's found himself uh, on the outs but now he's back in so at least trying to get back his seat in the first war justin kaufman is here he's a reporter for axios.com you should sign up for axios chicago 
shows up in my uh, mailbox each and every morning. I want to jump to the 26th Ward because mm. uh, Maldonado is stepping down, so you have yep. challengers with terrific names. Could you please go through who yeah. is uh, running for the alderman or the aldermanic uh, seat in the 26th? Well, the first two are community organizers. Jesse Fuentes is a, is a popular organizer in the 26th Ward, which is going to be your humble park area. This is going to be Hermosa. Uh, all along the 606 trail, it's a big issue for the ward when it comes to gentrification and taxes and the housing prices that, that go along with the, that beautiful park that, that uh, on that old railroad there. But um, the biggest name is, is someone from our industry, uh, local house DJ Julian Jumpin Perez, who many may know from his time as the, one of the DJs on B96, uh, the hot mix DJs who, who took house music to the next level here in Chicago. He has, uh, I guess you'd say, uh, hung up his turntables <laughs> I don't know what you do with put him put him in the garage whatever you do but he has moved to a world of politics and and he has a good chance here you know there's there's obviously uh, a couple of names in this race but he has been campaigning for a long time I mean, he started and announced he was doing this last summer so he has been pushing and pushing so there's a there's a good chance that that his name recognition plus the fact that he's been campaigning in Humboldt Park could give him a, a, an upper hand when it comes to the 26th Justin let me just jump uh, since you mentioned community organizers you know obviously this city uh, sent a community organizer all the way to 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. That's also, right. in, in light of that, uh, to the mayoral side, although I don't think he's going to make the runoff, Jamal Green has been quite impressive in uh, debates. Is he going to make your debate at the hideout he tomorrow? Is. Yeah, he's at the hideout tomorrow. Jamal Green, a, a community activist and organizer who's been a thorn in the side for Mayor Lightfoot. He, he ran in 2019. You know, he didn't do that great when you look at the numbers at the end of the day, but he, he dipped his toe into mayoral politics. And then he, there, you know, he, he, he showed up at a couple of press conferences. He got bounced out of City Hall at one point. So he's made his name as sort of an anti-Lori Lightfoot. And, and he, he's resonating with a younger, he's the youngest uh, you know, candidate on the ballot. And he's doing things on TikTok and, and Instagram and other places that the other candidates aren't. You know, even even I'm posing with a uh, with a rapper, Lil Durk, who's uh, you know on the charts. <laughs> he's having that, that kind of experience when he's running for mayor, as opposed to some of the other candidates who are, are sticking to the policies. What about Jim Gardner in the 45th? Obviously, he's yeah. had a few bumps in the road. Does he uh, hang on? Are you ready for hard hitting observations? Reality remains reality, no matter how hard you try to ignore it. The Ben Shapiro Show brings you all the news you need to know in America today. Again, I'm all here for the pop culture, people dating each other for the press. Ben breaks down the culture and never gives an inch. Every so often, and by every so often, I mean literally every 27 seconds when the producer gets fired. The Ben Shapiro Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. This is Jefferson Park. This is uh, it's going to be your Portage Park area, northwest side of Chicago. He is a former firefighter who who won, who beat John Arena the last time through in 2019. But he had such a bumpy road. Talk about the last four years under investigations. He's had apologies. He's under an FBI investigation uh, for corruption. I mean, he's he's got a lot of a lot going on. He's probably the most controversial alder person in city council right now. And there is a slew of candidates that have lined up to try and take him down. Uh, including Megan Mathias, who is uh, tri- endorsed by the Tribunal lawyer. She, again, has been campaigning for the last almost year, year and a half uh, in Jefferson Park. And, you know, the only thing that, remember, they've redistricted with the census numbers. They redistricted the wards. Right. So, so it's not all police and firefighters right. anymore? Well, now there's more police and firefighters in the 45th, meaning that they uh, 
you know, neighborhoods like Edgebrook and Wildwood uh, that were that were part of maybe the 41st or the 40th before are now in the 45th. And that gives Jim Gardner a little bit more of an oomph, if you will, uh, of, of more uh, firefighters and city workers and police officers that may not have been in the ward before. Jefferson Park is an interesting area. They got a lot of issues around affordable housing and, and public safety, like most wards. But they do have a very strong progressive movement there. The, the alderman before Gardner was one of the leaders of the progressive caucus in John Arena. So there is this divide, and they really take it seriously up there. So that that race could be heading for a runoff. If Alderman Gardner doesn't get to the run, that he doesn't get to the fifty percent plus one, it's going to be tough in the runoff when when all these forces come together on two candidates instead of six. I love Jefferson Park. That Copernicus Center is worth visiting yeah. once a year, and there's a little restaurant close to the Copernicus Center. I've not been there in so long, but I used to stop by there for, uh, for great Polish food as well. Yeah, they and I, that, I just I just moderated the debate for the 45th Ward, which got, you know, you did a lot of raucous audience, people screaming, yelling, that kind of <laughs> stuff. People are very, very particular and passionate about their politics. Was it, uh, who was the uh, late alderman that said, politics ain't beanbag? That was in the terrace, right? Right, 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 right. Yeah. I mean, that, that's exactly it. I mean, this is this is the moment. If you're if you're a fan of Chicago politics and and aldermanic races and just like a really granular local stuff, this is the time. This is like Christmas for you. It really is. It's just amazing. And even with the mayoral race, I mean, you're looking at just we don't really know what's going to happen on yeah. Tuesday. There's not a, a real traditional front runner right now. There's four or five candidates that have a chance to make the runoff, and that's something that's probably great for democracy, but it's kind of new for Chicago. Well, let, let's. Uh, I wanted to talk a bit about Carrie Austin. She's done. Uh, Who knows what's going to happen there? But in the 34th, you have. A couple yeah. of, it looks like, very well-established businessmen who are running. These are two big uh, names running in the third. Now, the 34th used to be a far south side ward, but after the redistricting just uh, just happened over the summer, they moved it to closer to downtown. So now it's Fulton Market, uh, near west side, a little bit of south side. Like, it's a way different constituency. This is not Carrie Austin's ward anymore. And that's part, I mean, she's under indictment for corruption. Uh, but it's also not her ward. She got she got redistricted out of her own ward. That's what happens when you're under indictment. <laughs> you, get, you lose that. But so she she's out. So the 34th ward is Bill Conway, who we may remember. He ran for state yep. attorney against mm-hmm. Kim Fox. He's running in that ward as well as the former head of the Chicago Association of Realtors, Jim Ascot. And, the, you know, the Chicago Association of Realtors is, is a big big corporation. So there's a lot there that that, you know, these two heavyweights and and. Bill Conway's running a campaign in 34th of people know my name. I don't need to do a forum. I don't need to debate. He has, he's kind of resisted getting out and, and doing anything with uh, Jim Ascot. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out when it comes to election, which again, these are only two candidates running. So this one will probably not be a runoff. The fact that these two are going against each other. Any surprise that Paul Vallis appears to be headed for the runoff? Yeah. Paul Vallis is, is having a, a pretty great campaign. You and I both know uh, Mr. Vallis from, from his years of serving uh, in Chicago in various jobs and running for various offices. It's probably the best campaign he's run. He's really seized the moments when it comes to public safety and what's happening in Chicago. Uh, he's, he's, he's got a lot of great endorsements. He also you know, is, is battling his own <laughs> interesting uh, controversies over residency requirements and, and endorsements of his own. The FOP endorsed him and then brought Ron DeSantis to town and that grabbed people's attention, although he disavowed it. He's, he's had to run a great campaign and it looks like he's got an opportunity to be in the runoff, but I would not sleep on the other three candidates that also have a lot of sway right now. The incumbent Lori Lightfoot, if you talk to her people, she says they got the data that says they're going to the runoff. They will tell you, you know what, we have, we know we've, 
This is this is 2020, 21st century politics, John. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're working with data. They understand who's voting and who's not, and they're playing to it. That's um, it. And, you know, I think that uh, Chewy Garcia uh, was playing prevent defense with all that name recognition. It looks like he's kind of kind of uh, booted it. Yeah, but and you, and you got to look at him, too, and say, you know what? At the same time, this you know, he's the only Latino candidate in, and there's a, a large percentage of uh, Latino voters in the city of Chicago. And if, if they're coming out for him, I mean, you're talking about 30, 30%, uh, 33% of the, of the electorate. If they're coming out for Chewy Garcia, because they don't see any other candidate that, that speaks to, to their issues. He's a, he's a, he's a dark horse. He's an underdog. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that I wouldn't, I wouldn't sleep on him either. And I wouldn't sleep on Brandon Johnson, the, yeah. the West side commissioner who has uh, big endorsements, including the Chicago teachers union. And, you know, we know they're fierce. And that's a fierce, uh, the teachers are, are very political. And so he, too, is, is running the progressive campaign. So there's, there's a lot still to play out in the next five days or so. It's exciting. It's exciting to see that, there's, that, that this is not set in stone, that even the incumbent could miss out on being in the runoff. Justin Kaufman, excellent analysis. I'm sure Kim, uh, Kim, you don't mind that I ran a little late because your old pal Justin Kaufman is on here? Sorry, Kim. No, I'm happy to have Justin on here. Hi, Justin. <laughs> Hi, Kim. Hi. <laughs> Sorry. No, you're good. Now, I've been told many, many, many times, my clock management just isn't what it used to be, Justin. Uh, it happens. My fault. It's my fault, John. My it'll, fault. it'll happen to you, too. I know. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you very much, Justin Kaufman. We'll read more at Axios Chicago tomorrow morning. Thank you for signing me up for your uh, newsletter. Thanks again, John. Afford Anything is a podcast that teaches you how to be smart with your money. As a small business, you don't have the resources to pay the level of overhead and for the level of services that a Fortune 500 company could afford. So I certainly understand why, if you want to offer benefits, the providers of that, that that fee is going to be higher because there's more account management per employee. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen.